0: Welcome to The Labyrinth, I'm your host Pratham Pado. My guest today is Veer Saxena, he is a mindset coach. He has also worked as a film producer, an assistant director and an actor. If you find this podcast useful, do like, share, subscribe and hit the bell icon and leave your valuable comments below. And you can also follow this podcast on Instagram and Spotify. So, Veer, uh, welcome to the Labyrinth.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me, man.
0: Yeah. So, like you asked, man, uh, how did I start this podcast? Yeah. So, prior to this, man, I uh, there was another podcast called Algorithm, which I started okay. with uh, two of my friends. We were renting studios and yeah. Uh, yeah, we we got people, we got technicians and stuff like that. We were paying the rent and stuff. But it didn't work out because it was two other friends and they had their own ideas. I had my own ideas and uh, there was a clash of ideas. And uh, then I had to start this, the Labyrinth, through which I met all of you.
1: (laughs) Nice. So what's the name? What's the meaning of the name Labyrinth? I always wanted to ask you that.
0: The Labyrinth, uh, it's like a maze, but in a maze, you can get lost. In the Labyrinth, (laughs) you can come from one corner. I can come from one corner. You go right, left, wherever you want. At the end, if you keep walking straight, you will you and I will end up meeting. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Just just like this, (laughs) like how you and I met over here.
1: Yeah. Brilliant, man. Superb. Great to hear that.
0: Yeah. So how are you doing? How are things?
1: All good. All good. Yeah, all good. And just got wrapped up with a bit of things.
0: So yeah. Yeah, so what's happening in your life
1: right now? Yeah, right now, like, my primary thing is I'm working to launch my program, which is, it's called Unchain, Unchain Yourself. So it's got to do with coaching, like, I'm into coaching, helping people transform, and also into films and production, working with my uncle that produced a film uh, recently, two films, but uh, primarily what... I want to do as a passion as something kind of that I went through a phase I want to like help people you know I really want to do that I want to give them those shifts that they have been looking for the entire life like I had been looking for my entire life and I got it somehow through a process and yeah that's what I want to do it for people out there people who are stuck or people who are in these chains who are not moving forward and uh, to break them
0: so yeah what kind of shifts are people looking in their life? Can you give an example?
1: See, see, uh, it's like in any aspect that you see, whether people are stuck in their career, for example, people are stuck in their relationship, their health, you know, their personal growth or the relationship with the family or with their spouse or in whatever aspect they're stuck, depending on that parameters that I just told you, you know. People don't know how to how to move forward, so they feel they have some external force that is stopping them. But there's nothing outside of you that is stopping you. It's not your parents. It's not your boss. It's it's not your job. It's you, you know. And I was in that loop, and I was just looking for answers a couple of years back, and I didn't understand, you know, why I was stuck. So I was saying, you know, I've tried everything. You know, you hear this from people. I've tried everything. Yeah, I have mean. But you've not tried everything. You worked hard. But So the biggest thing is the shifts is that internal shift. People are looking, I want to earn the money. I want to get the best girl or the guy. I want love. You got to first be that you're not there. You have to be that you have to be at that frequency and then you get that. So shifts, I'm talking about the internal shifts, which change you from your core.
0: Yeah. I even, I, I think even I can relate to that. A lot of us have yeah. emptiness and a void inside of us. So we look for exterior, uh, in exterior ways, we try to fill that void, maybe through love or through some relationship or through Absolutely. some work. Yeah, Constantly, we're yeah. trying to chase others and then we get stuck in that loop.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You'll be surprised how we try to validate that from buying a new phone every year to buying those expensive bags or those shoes or those cars. It's good, you know, shop for it. But people don't know what's happening to them. That's why every year they're changing their phones. You know, the 13, the 14, the 15. There's no end to it. And I was in that loop. So they are searching for something which they don't know. So they think it's something outside of them. It's not outside of them. It's inside of them. And that's where, you know, unchained and everything kind of comes in. To make them realize and get them on the right path. You know, they're already there somewhat. But those final shifts, which that void that you spoke about, that they lack, is what I want to help them achieve.
0: Do you think uh, we are our own worst enemy?
1: 100%. <laughs> no question about that. There's, there's no question about that. We are the yeah. ones that are stopping us.
0: Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So absolutely. Then, uh, how can we overcome these uh, personal mental barriers that we have constructed?
1: So, see, what happens, you know, people talk about the law of attraction you know you must have heard about it everybody has attract attract manifest be it you know do it but before the law of attraction i believe in the law of subtraction you know which people don't use so the law of subtraction for me is you have to unlearn a lot of things you have to get rid of that excess baggage people are trying to say lose weight on their body but there is a lot of weight on their mind They're not able to lose you know, so you have to unlearn a lot of things. You have to get rid of, you know, the trauma that you've gone through or your beliefs that you're holding on to, the attachment to an identity. People get stuck onto I'm a Piscean, I'm a Scorpion, my mom's like this, my dad's like this. So they get attached. So now that thing is not getting out of their life. You know, so like in a marriage, for example, you take a plate and, you know, you're putting in all the food, chicken, non veg, Pasta everything. And then you want dessert, it will keep falling off. The more you put in after a point, it will keep falling off. So you can attract the car, the girl, or whatever, it will keep falling off. It will not stay because there's no subtraction from that plate. You have to clear the plate. You have to get rid of that baggage. You know. So that is what you have to first eliminate and then feed in new programs in your life, feed in new data. Up antivirus software run You have to run it for your brain. Otherwise, people can't manifest jack shit. I'm telling you, it doesn't work that way. So, you have to get rid of those patterns. And I've been there, you know, I work with a lot of people, and this is what I've realized it's the unlearning which sets stone for getting the new things in your life.
0: Yeah. I like the example that you gave of that. Astrology. He's a Piscean. He's a this and that. (laughs) (laughs) Because people use this example even uh, you know in certain places. Like for example, if if you're in an office, there's there'll be this one guy. He's like very annoying. But then there'll be this one girl who's heavy into astrology. She'll be like, you know, you know why he's like that? Because that's how Virgos are. No, it's not because he's a Virgo. It's because he's an asshole. He he has. Because he's
1: an asshole. (laughs) 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 Absolutely. So see, I'm not against sun signs or whatever. Like I'm a Pisces. I believe a lot of things that I've read through and I cannot unsee that. I know these are the things. But the problem it happens is you're justifying your shitty behavior with your sun signs, with your nature. You've gone on your mom or your dad. this is my nature. But that's you're just just taking the easy way out, man. And uh, that's what it is, like you said
0: shitty behavior so you get rid of. Is, yeah i think that is one of the side effects of these uh, spiritual people they're using spirituality as an excuse to not yeah. get things done like uh, one more thing that i've seen people use is karma okay uh, when yeah. someone does something bad to you generally hmm. what i believe is that you have to take revenge or you have to do something against them okay but then yeah. people will say no no let it go you know is yeah. karma next life will be born. no if you don't do anything against them how do you know they won't repeat that injustice yeah. against you so don't use Absolutely. karma astrology as an excuse yeah. to not getting things done yeah.
1: yeah because see what happens you have to draw the boundary as well mm-hmm. you know like if, suppose you tell me something mm-hmm. okay i might be a calm guy but if you keep telling me 10 things, there's one time that I have to, I should give you back because then you're letting that energy penetrate you after a point. So you can say, dude, you can cut off, you can be calm. But after a point, you have to draw a line, especially if that person is a regular in your life. If it's like a one-off, I'm meeting you for the first time or a couple of times and you tell me something, I am not going to pay heed to it you know, because I don't have anything. But if I'm somebody close to you. And that's what happens. See, most of the people in our life, strangers are not affecting us. New people are not coming us and telling us something. Our life goes off track. It's the known people around us Mm -hmm. that are triggering us. And that's because we don't have boundaries. You know, we can't stand up for ourselves. So karma is, and also the other part of it, like revenge. I, I used to be a very hothead in that sense where revenge, you know, I'll get it back. I'll give one back to him or two back to him. But then because... Now I've got so many things to do and I'm better aligned. I feel I realize that even that is an energy wasted, you know, taking revenge, giving it back because that person is at a different level altogether, you know, if he's constantly doing that and they can't see it. So I just kind of move away now, not about karma or anything, but just that I want to save my energy because that 10 minutes is going to put me somewhere in a you know different zone altogether, which I can use. Otherwise, you know, energy vampires, like, yeah. you know, you get caught up into that loop. So it's something of that sort. Yeah. But yeah, drawing boundaries is something which is really, really important.
0: Yeah. In the past few years, did you have to shed or did you have to get rid of a lot of t- toxic friends from your life?
1: I like, I, I can't even begin to, uh, I didn't even know they were toxic, man. Till 2020 <laughs> happened. And yeah. uh, they just like, kind of left me over chat messages you know that was the level of fear they had gone through and everything but so see I have also been toxic you know and I've gone through that phase so earlier I when it happened you know I lost my plot like how could these friends have traveled the world I've done so many things from my childhood how could they turn out to be that way so I went into a very low phase that time you know okay like my dude my close friends my friends I chose them and you know they reacted this way so it became like a personal thing but then I realized that they are going through this journey of they, they they don't realize what they're going through right now. You know, like I went through something and luckily I went through a process which changed me, which made me realize a certain things. They haven't seen that. So I I stopped labeling them or whatever. I just like moved away. I started concentrating on my work, putting my stuff out there. But yeah, you have to kind of and kind of get rid of them also, but also Just be there. You have to detach. You know, that is the word that I kind of use is you have to detach. Sometimes you just cannot tell them to, okay, fuck off. It's just not going to happen. So you have to, it's an art, you know, to mentally detach. You can still be there and still not be triggered. Mm. So that's what I've been kind of practicing. Sometimes when I bump into them or whatever. And that's that.
0: Yeah, same here. I don't think you can completely delete them from your life and i think that is also unhealthy you will of course meet yeah. them once in a while maybe not every weekend like you used to at someone's yeah. wedding or some yeah. mutual friends function you will meet them just say hi and all that but it's uh, you know that it's not the same as it used to be before before you could have uh, very personal uh, conversations now it's much harder now You have built a wall. You're like, okay, if I say this, this one, this person will react to it that way based on past experience.
1: (laughs) So my, see, my problem is it's, it's very simple, you know, like problem is not okay. Okay. I know more than them or I am better. You are toxic. I don't get into all of that. My only problem, I don't even care if people are wrong because I've been wrong a thousand million times in my life. My problem arises with people when they don't have an open mind. So, if I'm your close friend, okay, we've known each each other and there is trust, we've traveled the world, we've done so many things together. That thing, this energy that we've created, don't you think that even once you should like just sit down and listen, you know, to have an open mind. hear the other side. And that is where my problem lies. My problem is not in toxicity or they don't understand. That's, don't believe me. I said, don't believe me. It's fine. But hear me out. So, that is where all my things kind of stem from, dude. Like, what are these friends, man? They can't even hear you out. So, so that kind of really took me aback. Okay, it's come down to that, and they want to avoid that. You know, so yeah. I'm like, even I'll avoid. It. Then I can't talk shit about the general stuff that people keep talking about. You know, yeah, Modi, all the bullshit people talk about, which is you're not going anywhere with that. You're not growing. Nothing is happening. You know, so sometimes it's fine. I get it. You have to have a bit of trash talk and all of that but continuously and not hearing the other side of the story it's a big no
0: yeah same here uh, you know so you lost I, your friends or something uh, yeah obviously uh, <laughs> even prior to 2020 not i wouldn't say lose lose is a huge word i would say okay. dis, i have distanced myself from them okay i hope they don't watch this podcast but anyways uh, this even prior to 2020, there was this, uh, um, I could feel it. It was uh, like when I'm having a conversation with them, okay. I don't know if I can say this, this is a simple yeah. thing to say. This is an honest thing to say, but if I say this, they might get triggered when you yeah. know, uh, uh, that this person who I've known for 10, 15 years, I can't be yeah. myself around a person who I've known for 15 years. How how yeah. can this be? How did we reach here? And I think, like you said, you know, 2020 was when this thing uh, reached a boiling point. And after that, it was just not worth it. It didn't make sense.
1: Absolutely, man. So, yeah, I guess that's what the shift is all about. Yeah. And uh, nothing against anybody as such. But yeah. it's just that when you get more aligned to what you want to do, and it also some of my friends triggered me, you know, like one of it's one of it's because of them, uh a couple of them said, Key, you know the what are you going to do about it? You're a nobody, just shut up, you know nobody's gonna hear you out, and then I was like, hey, bro, now so I have to fucking do something about it, mm-hmm. and that's when that channelized me, you know people's hate actually channelizes me, you know, so Cristiano Ronaldo, do you know Ronaldo, of course, I yeah, of so.
0: course, yeah. There's
1: this line which I really stick by all my life. You know, your love makes me strong. Your hate makes me unstoppable. Mm
0: -hmm. You know,
1: so when everybody started hating me in 2020, my family, my friends, they alienated me. That hate I channelized, you know, and that's what spurred me on. So I, in fact, look back and I thank them now because if it wasn't for them, I would have just been convincing them and I wouldn't have come out of my fears and done it, you know, in front of everybody. So I think that really kind of helped me. And now they haven't even come in front of me. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really funny.
0: And uh, nowadays people have become very soft. You have to be very careful about how you talk. You can even get slapped for saying the wrong thing. Uh, recently, yeah. if you've seen the Oscars, I didn't even know Oscars still existed. I completely forgot. <laughs> okay, if, if not for this Will Smith slapping Chris Rock thing. Yeah. <laughs> A part of me think it's uh, staged. What do you think?
1: It's completely staged, man. Yes. It's, it's obvious. He was laughing the other second yeah. and suddenly it's, he's not that of a wacko. You know, mm-hmm. Will Smith is not that kind of a guy, but it's obviously staged. Now The reason is why. And mm-hmm. that I guess we'll find out. I don't know the reason as yet, but it, it looks staged, man. Like I've done a lot of acting. I've worked with mm-hmm. a lot of people. I can spot it, you know, so it's it's pretty straightforward.
0: Yeah, so how's the movie industry right now post the lockdowns? Yeah, so
1: the movie stuff has just now picked up since like December, Jan in fact. Because Mm -hmm. once that Omicron thing got over, Mm -hmm. which suddenly went away. And after that, it started to pick up, you know, movies have started and stuff. But it's still not to the level that it was earlier. You know, because the finances and all have gone. So it's not to the level it used to be with the the films even the footfalls of the theatres are low right now so I'd done like two films with my uncle one was shot in England which I didn't go because there were tests and everything last year so I didn't go for the production but the other one was shot in South India Bangalore so that had gone for last September October and that's almost kind of ready with the edit and stuff but yeah films will kind of always go on but uh, it doesn't like excite me anymore you know I'm just doing it because it works for people you know it gets me the right context it makes me people value you more somehow that shouldn't be a marker but that's how it is you know I realized okay, cool man I'll have to do this as well and get content which is great or produce content which is good and I was almost I almost left the film man because the fakeness I couldn't handle because I have seen such crazy depths but then I realized okay, dude, you don't have to judge, you have to get your good side to it and concentrate on that side, the yin and the yang, be on the right side and put that forward so that's what I started to do and uh, yeah, let's see if I. my main thing right now is to get unchained and got delayed since a while but I'm building that community so that is my first priority for sure and of course films will be a part of it, let's see Might act. I'd taken a break as well. I'd acted earlier. Then I took a conscious break in between. And yeah, so that's that. So films are picking up. But not to the level that they were. People are too conditioned, man. They're pretty conditioned. Phone, laptop. Hardly they're going to theatres now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So in the modern world, how can we survive and thrive where... All of us are conditioned. Everybody is hooked to social media. Our influencers are, our favorite influencers are telling us what to eat, what to wear, when to shit, (laughs) everything they're telling us morning to night. You know, how can we survive in this era?
1: So that's that's what you just said, right? You know, the influencers, you know, they're influencing you. So your mind, if you're not aware, which people are not. You know, we have been unaware all our lives because that's been our conditioning since our childhood through our school and everything. We've been unaware. We've been made to work in a similar way. But it comes down eventually to the point that what do you want out of life, which people are not clear about. So people a lot of people are very distracted with Instagram, you know, because even I was at one point, you know, we are too interested in what is the Dipika Padukone wearing out of an airport, What's her look, what bag she's carrying, which is what, adding zero value.
0: Yeah. What Aryan Khan is smoking and
1: what Aryan Khan is smoking. Everybody's yeah. posting about yeah. Aryan Khan. They're getting absorbed. Yeah. Our energy is getting absorbed into all the crap stuff. So we are getting influenced. So influencers are doing what they think is right. But the problem is that's why I say everything comes down to you individually. is who do you follow? You know, where is your knowledge coming from? I know, dude, people from graduated from universities abroad, okay? And good background, everything. They still watch Big Boss and they still talk about it. I mean, dude, like at this point, if you're still watching Big Boss and you're not doing something to improve your mentality, that's why you're anxious. That's why you're depressed. That's why you're drinking. That's why you're smoking. So yeah, I can say it's your choice. I'm not judging. I'm just showing you the reality. You cannot move away from that reality. So people have to connect with the right people. The reason my life changed is because I got connected with the right people who spoke about things which even I did my graduation from London. You know, I came out of that and I scored a 91 in finance in the final year. I came back, wanted to get into films and everything, but went through a phase and got out of of that. And I realized dude, We've not been taught about how the mind works. You know, how do we come out of, if we are in a negative zone, how do we change our parameters? And that's when I realized that people need to first realize themselves that where is it they're going and what do they really want. People have no clue. I'm telling you. We have education, job, business, and Netflix. This has mean the conditioning. If you're happy with that, keep living it. But I know people are not because that's why they're escaping every night for a Netflix or Instagram or they're winding their time away. So that is a reality. And if they face that, that is when their life can actually change. Yeah. So community is definitely the way forward and the way you get influenced is what, it's your choice. You know, you are choosing to go on all of these shitty, they're, see, there's a good side of Instagram also, there's the other side also. It's what you choose to look at it. There's a good side of the internet which we used and it helped us, right? And there is the other side so which people are using that and they don't know why their life is that way because their conditioning is that way. So, that's what it is.
0: It's like you said in that talk of yours, I was watching one of your talk where you said, we are born in a box, we live in a box, we work in a box, we are addicted to a box and then in the end we die in a box. box. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, we need an out-of-box thinking right now. And uh, exactly. uh, uh, like you mentioned, you know, people, uh, highly educated people also watch Big Boss, not only watch Big Boss, but act in Big Boss. In, in the past two years, we have all been in a giant reality show. We've all been yeah. locked in our own homes. You know, we are following what the Big Boss, you know, the <laughs> Big Boss is you telling know. us to do.
1: <laughs> yeah. You Realized that drama that happened in our own house, how our family, friends, they became contestants. <laughs>
0: and we lived through that right and, and we, we are telling game. them guys guys this is chill chill out this is just a reality show we figured that out we were like those Aye. are the cameras over there they're yeah. no they're taking it too seriously they're like no no big boss able right big boss yeah. is you know whoever whoever they think yeah. is who or whatever how, how did you how did you you know feel about this whole lockdowns and all this uh, oh,
1: like there was it was hell initially because I was trying to help people. Mm. Okay. Like when I knew the truth and I was like, I want to help people. Initially, one month and a half month, even I was scared. I'll be honest. You know, I didn't from the start believe the virus or whatever that was. But when I researched and I saw the reality, I like to like stuff it. And I have like people don't know this. I'm telling, like, for the first time online, that I have gone through a lot of uh Cold, cough my entire life. I've always been on a pump or breathless in the middle of the night, bronchitis. I have taken medicines thrice a year, all of that. You know, and when I saw the truth, and I've been told to have a tonsil stop operation, a nose operation, all of that. You know, it's only when I saw the truths around 2020 and I went deep into it and I healed. You know, for the first time in 2020, I didn't fall ill. You know, and that's when I realized "Okay, hey, dude, like stuff the face covering. Let's see what happens. And I just went out with it. And I believed in some higher power. I knew that we are created to breathe oxygen. We cannot, it's not, it's stupid. My logic told me, I didn't read this anywhere, but my own intuition told me hey, dude, like it's stupid, You're meant to breathe. Like, how can you put this? You know, and then I went deeper, deeper, deeper. And then of course I had the thing. So the biggest thing was my biggest anxiety was telling people whatever was happening. But then I realized it was coming from after a point of place where I wanted to be right. I wanted to tell them, see, I know this, you know, don't wear a mask. You know, don't do this. Don't do this. I am right. So it was stemming from that. I wanted them to hear me out, you know, and then it later dawned on me. People, rule people. Have not stood up for themselves in their life. How they're gonna stand up right now with whatever's going on. So that's stupid. It's a it's a lost argument whatsoever. And that's when I started to you know detach. So the first six months were hell, you know, in the house, and I wasn't wearing a mask or whatever. My parents saw that I've lost it. I was like, I don't want to match. I can't breathe. And I actually was like asthmatic. I was actually, when I was wearing a mask, I couldn't actually breathe. So I was like, okay, bro, fuck the virus. I'm going to die just by wearing a mask for longer periods of right. time. I could not breathe. So I was like, okay, dude, i do not want to wear this shit. You know, it's stinking. It's, I can't breathe and it's all bullshit. So it, it, it had been really tough, but then I detached. You know, I had a lot of introspection. I went to Goa by the beach. I sat there with a drink, you know, at looking at the sea and had these moments. Okay, dude, like, what are you doing? And So it was tough to come out of that also. But yeah, my lockdowns are the worst, like I'm, I'm totally against lockdowns. Uh,
0: Same here, you know, at the beginning, I was like a sheep itself. I was, I was watching TV. Okay. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Okay. Two weeks. Let's do it. You know, let's socially distance. Let's uh, use the sanitizer. I bought one. uh, I went to the pharmacy to buy a bottle of Dettol. They are saying no Dettol because everybody had stocked up on sanitizer. Okay, fine. One week got over, two weeks got over, a month got over, two months got over, and people are still following those same things. People are still paranoid, even after a year. And then I just started asking simple questions like, hey, guys, wasn't this supposed to be over in like one or two months? Okay, And uh, all we were mocking conspiracy theorists. We were saying, oh, these conspiracy theorists are saying vaccine passports will come, digital ID will come. And we were laughing at them. And a year later, all of that turned out to be true. Now... See, your source of information is not important. Was the information right or wrong? It was right. So when uh, someone's giving you information and predictions that came out to be true, you have to change your mindset. You have to look at it as it is. You have to say it as it is. And uh, I I haven't changed. I have remained the same. I've been consistent. Okay, but people who at the beginning were saying it's only two weeks, it's only one month, even after a year, they're like, no, 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 no. Even now, you have to stay at home. You don't risk your grandmother's life. Too much paranoia. What I really liked, okay, uh, was uh, this video of you and Naman Basin and a few others. I think it came out in 2020, this uh, anti-mask video that went viral. It was uh, very good, man. What motivated you guys to do that so early on? (laughs) Uh, You're on mute, Vir. Yeah. So
1: it was just that, you know, I'd made it because I realized that people are suffering, Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: know, and I could see through all of that crap, like masks don't work, man, like be real, you know, just don't scare people. My problem was, okay, give people the truth, you know, why are you scaring people? Because it's, the virus was not as it was supposed to be, you know, and, and masks didn't do anything because international reports were already coming in. Since a lot of time from a very big doctors, you know, who were saying they don't work. You know, it's ne- they've never worked. You know, we had tuberculosis, TB hua tha, sab hua tha, which spreads 10 times faster than COVID. We've never worn a mask all our lives. So why are we forced to wear it? So my problem was to give people their choice, dude. Like don't force something on us. Don't tell us, okay, we have to wear this. We'll fine you for this. All that is crap. How can you put something on us? How can you decide our health? You're telling us that we are not taking care of our health or we don't know the stuff or whatever that is. So let an individual decide that at the end of it. And then later on, right now, the lockdowns proved it. You know, all the reports that have come down right now, six months back, eight months back, let's say the lockdowns didn't work. The masks didn't work. Neither are the the shots working. Mm. So it came out to be true, right? So my only thing was, I wasn't against anybody. They want to wear a mask, they wear a mask. Who am I to decide? They want to get a shot, get a shot, man. Who am I to decide? But I'm saying don't put that on everybody because not everybody wants it. You know? Exactly. like What about people who are asthmatic, people who can't breathe? You know? How do you know? If I wear a mask and I fall ill, okay, because of wearing a mask, that spreads the virus faster than a person who's not falling ill, right? So people can't decide that based on just one general consensus, Then everybody, you know, starts wearing a mask. That's that's unreal. It, so
0: that's the reason.
1: It just, yeah,
0: it had become like a religion, man. Like you can't question everything. Like whatever this person says, it has to be like how they have how they used to have commandments and all that back in the day. Like follow this religion. If you don't follow this religion, you're, you you have to be a, you, in that corner of society. It, it was like that. Covid had become a new religion. This was like yeah. the new religious identity for
1: them. But I'm glad I, it looks like it's over, but you never know what happens. But I kind of detached from all of that. I realized that at the end of it, people need to understand how their mind and body work. You know, otherwise they'll be scared for their life. You know, whether it's COVID, the reality, or whatever. The reason people are not able to move forward is because they don't know how their mind works. They don't know how their body works. They don't know what they're eating. They don't know what they're thinking. They don't know what they're watching. How that is affecting them. They have no clue. I had no clue three years back, two years back. And that's when I went deep into all of this. And then my life changed. So <clears throat> I realized that at this point, people need an inner revolution. You know, That's what people kind of need. Forget the mask or that's... I don't get into it now. Because I know that's it's a lost battle. You can't win people. What actually people need to change is, and once they change their consciousness, the collector consciousness consciousness changes. So that's the aim right now.
0: Yeah. How, how are you planning to plant the seed for that inner revolution? How can we plant those seeds?
1: So see the inner revolution, like, so I've worked with a lot of people, like I've coached a lot of people, I've done seminars, I've done webinars, and right now I'm working on my own program that's unchained. And I want to launch. So at the end of it, it's it's a system. You know, people have to go through a system. So now if suppose you're living your life, okay, whatever you're earning, your career, your relationship, whatever that is, you know, you have to ask yourself, of course, once you go through the process, people will have a realization. Are they happy with the money they have in their bank account? Are they happy with their health? Are they happy with how their life is shaping up or has shaped up till now? And if not, what are they doing about it? So, once they go through a process, they realize all of this. Okay, no, the only person that's holding you back is you. So, some people... So, see, it's like you want to get up at 6am, for example, but you can't. You know, you want to lose weight, but you're not able to drag yourself to the gym. You know, you want to start the business. It's not happening. So, what is this gap? Like, you want to do it, but it's not happening. So, you to do but it's still not happening. So, what's stopping you? Nobody has ever thought about this. You know, you get a new resolution after three weeks, nobody returns to the gym. 85% of new year resolutions fail by February, 85%. So what's wrong? That means that thoughts are not in control. You know, people don't know how to take action, what to think, what not to think. And with so many distractions, people lack focus, people lack the right decision-making capability. They don't know what's stopping them internally. So once they go through that process and they don't have the right community yeah. The biggest thing that people don't have right now is a community. Yeah. Aapke baat yeah. darupi ne ki community, aapke baat party karne ki community, aapke chit chat karne ki community hai, football dekhne yeah. ki community hai. But aapke growth, aapke mindset, aapka so many things. How do you get, how do you get aligned for your business, for your everything? You know, people don't have that. That's why people don't change. They don't, you're an average of five people around you. You know, they say you're an average of five people around you. So look at the close five people around you, the way they think, the foods they eat, the thoughts that they have, the work that they're doing, maybe the cars that they drive, the house that they have. It's you're an average of five people around you. So that's how unknowingly, because people are not aware, your conditioning becomes that you start acting that part because I'm society may be anyways living this duality. So it can only happen through a process. Because where we are right now, we've come through a process which we, we are unaware of. But if I track your pattern, I realize, okay, this is, these are the things that you've done, you know, and that's why you messed up. So that's unknowingly a system that you followed, which has not worked for you. That's why you are the way you are. You're stuck in whichever aspect that might be. So if you want to change that, you have to get in a new system. Without a system, you're not going to change. In the long run, so you can read the quote, you can watch a motivational video, you can read a self-help book, but if you don't read yourself, it's, it's not going to change. And I've been through that route. You know, I've done all of these things. That's why like, I'm a lot confident about some of the things that I say and that I execute cause. And of course I've got like some good mentors that, you know, I've worked with and understood things at that level. And that's what I want to kind of put forth eventually. To people,
0: I'm glad that you brought, brought up the community aspect, man, because a lot of the times even I used to think the reason why I couldn't get certain things done is because of discipline. Of course, discipline plays a major role, but yeah. uh, I, I had uh, got a psychologist on this uh, podcast as well. And <coughs> uh, sorry, I asked the same question to him. Is it uh, because of discipline? Why can't I get things done? He said, uh, Yeah, partially it's because of discipline and it's also because of loneliness. You, you can't get things done alone. If you have a community of like minded people around you, it's much easier to get things done. Because we human beings, you know, historically we've always lived in villages, we've lived in tribes, we've lived yeah. amongst like minded people to achieve a common goal. But today we all live in apartments and in uh, rooms, white walls around us. And we're so isolated. And in the past two years, we've been even more isolated. And it becomes so much harder to get things done. We feel so lonely. We're like, what is even the purpose of life, man? To get things done, get things done and do what? We feel like everything is so meaningless now.
1: You know, so you think about this, you know, why do we go to a temple or a church or a mosque or a Gurdwara or whatever? Why don't we do it at home? We have got a temple or we they say God resides in us. And, you know, so why don't we do that? Why do we go there and why do we feel good there? Because Has we want, yeah,
0: I, I feel like uh, we go there to get a sense of community.
1: Yeah. So actually what is happening, people don't know this. They feel they're going to the temple and, you know, they're praying Temple, physical, what's actually happening in that space is suppose in a temple, everybody's going there to pray. So that collective energy and then collective intention to pray, to do well, you know, to prosper, whatever, is there in that area. And that's what changes us. It's just not the idol. Okay, the idol is there, but we also have an idol at a home. But what actually changes is the, the collective consciousness collective energy of people in that same spot you know that is what changes our entire energy that's why i feel so good in a temple a church or you know gurdwara, or whatever or a mosque that's because of that so community like you said we've been tribal in our nature that's the most important thing you know the reason we could come out of so many things is because we had a community about you know we we didn't remain in fear but at a higher level also, one thing is getting rid of your fears. One thing is taking action to align with your purpose, to do whatever is it that you're meant to do. So one thing is getting over that fear and everything, but also in a space where you're collectively chasing anything and people are pushing you to do it. Otherwise, it doesn't happen alone, man. I've, I've been there, tried, you must have tried it yourself, you know, a lot of people, and I have some mentors who say the same thing. Dude. Everybody needs help. You know, and we've been taught wrong. We'll do it on our own. It doesn't work. After a point, you can't pull it off. You need the right people around you. Same wavelength, same frequency, same energy, you know, heading towards the same direction.
0: So, yeah. Absolutely, man. Community matters. That's why I use a phrase nowadays. I say reject society, embrace community. because (laughs) from you know in the past two years especially we have realized how useless society is and how important it is for us to create new community for our own well-being.
1: Yeah absolutely you know and you realize that you know people are so gullible and people are I'm not judging them but they are Mm. dumb Mm. you know and we've also been there Mm. we've also been dumb but we've come out of it you know and That's what people need to see. Being dumb is a choice. It's not, you're not born dumb or anything. It's a choice that you're taking right now. There is the other side. You know, you can get better because we've been there. I've been there. I've been the dumbest guy ever. You know, but I looked for it. I looked for something more. And slowly I found that. And that's what people need to have an open mind, a bit of curiosity, and have faith in something a bit more. And that's when you come out of that same
0: stagnant reality yeah absolutely yeah so what are your future plans man no
1: future plans is just that like i want to help people reach the highest potential that's my main thing because i am gone through a phase where it was a very dark phase and i didn't have anybody nobody understood what was happening with me anxiety depression nobody knew that you know and when i came out of it luckily Maybe it was some higher force, it had to be. And that got me around on this path. And post 2020, I realized that. You know, it is some higher force which made me ready for this point in time. I wasn't just meant to okay, come on the screen, entertain, dance, or crank jokes, which is great. I can do that all day long. But I realized it was something more, you know, to make a difference in people's life and show them a side of reality which they don't know, you know. And from there my thought of unchain came into the picture so my thing is actually to make unchain a big movement my main aim is to you know change people's patterns you know because dude you can try you can do any course you can do any system you can do anything but if you don't understand what's happening inside you you will not see different results in your life and that's where people are falling know, so that's my aim, you know, to make Unchain a movement and to help people reach their highest potential. And along the way, films happen, other things happen. I'm open to all of that. It's not a thing, but that's my life's mission to kind of do that.
0: That's great, man. Um, I want to ask you a very vague question, but it's an important question. Nonetheless, Uh, what do you think is the purpose of life?
1: Do the purpose of life is, I realize the purpose of life is to give each other the best experiences of what we are living on this planet. It's not about, okay, you live your best experiences, but it's always like I've been a lot full of myself, you know, just being about me. But I realized why was that? Because it was the conditioning. You know, and most people don't realize that. That's why they are kicking, clicking, clicking hundred selfies a day, and they're not getting the perfect picture. They don't repeat the the clothes or the dresses or whatever that is, or keep buying phones or the materialistic things. That's never going to make you feel whole. You know, that's what we actually. If you go to the deep, people can say, "I do, I do it for me." Yeah, it's nothing. No, it's not validation I'm seeking. You can say that, but if you go into the deep roots of how your mind and psychology and everything works. It is that. So at the end of it that's great you do that. I'm not against it. sometimes I also do it. but at the end of it it's very important that if you are in a position of privilege you know and you have you are living a life a certain way. it's very important if people who are not there in that position or you make them better along this journey of your life. So you should do things in such a way that you help a lot of people along the way that's the purpose have a like people say I just want to be happy I want to travel do travel is never going to end for you you know you go to hundred cities it's not going to end that's your purpose live it but for me that's your own this thing your single journey but the biggest thing that I realize is and that's what the biggest people on the planet are also doing you see the richest people entrepreneurs whoever that is they have all the riches they have the fancy cars and jets. Which is great, but they are providing a lot of value to people. You know, they're donating. They're doing a lot of other things. You know, and that's what I think the purpose of life is—to give each other the best experiences possible. So if you are down and I am there, I can help you out in a certain way. I should do that. You know, if I'm down and somebody else can help me out. You know, reaching out to each other and just not be just full of ourselves. That's what I really feel. Yes.
0: Yeah. Thank you, man, for giving me a good experience and for coming on this (laughs) podcast. Uh, It was good talking to you. (laughs)
1: Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. It's been great. And uh, yeah, I guess we got to do a lot more things and uh, collectively, I think, is the way forward to kind of Mm -hmm. do that. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. And it was pretty, it went quick. It just kind of raced by
0: Yeah. Uh, I. Are there anything more you want to talk about? I don't know. I can't think of anything.
1: Nothing as such, man. Just that, you know, the world is just changing at a rapid pace. And if anybody is kind of watching this, it's very important to arm yourself with knowledge, you know, the right knowledge and be a part of the right circles. Because whoever that I work with and, my mentors and everything and the mastermind that I am part of. This is the future that we're heading towards, you know, and you know how things are happening and the things that are about to happen with that in mind, it's, you have to be 10 steps ahead. This is not a point in life where you wake up. Okay. You go to a job and okay, we'll get a drink because every two, three months, something or the other is happening. If you look at it from 2020 onwards, you know, it's, it's not, how it had been. It was never perfect earlier as well. COVID was just a trigger and everybody's toxic reality came into the forefront. Even my own, I would admit. But when you see that, you have to work on it. So that's why you have to arm yourself with the right knowledge, work on yourself, be a part of the right circle and yeah, and be open. Be sure. open to a lot of things. And I'm telling you because I've been the most closed guy my entire life. I mean like a shut box. I wouldn't, this whole concept of out of the box that I keep talking about is from me only because I've always been in the box. I've always thought in a box just about me or how things should be. But when I got a shock and my worldview expanded, I realized that everything is happening outside the box. So it's very important for people to have an open mind. I think if they just do that, just have an open mind, the entire life will change.
0: You know? yeah man absolutely i think the biggest uh, teacher in life is our own personal experience and we are not even open to that and uh yeah, yeah just just seeing things as they're happening right in front of us that itself is enough to trigger our uh, pre pre uh i don't know <laughs> our the our. Uh, the, the way we recognize the reality as it was prior to 2020 especially for me i thought Ah, this is like this. You can trust this, you can trust the government, trust the media. Yeah. Yeah. Have a nice job, save your money, just chill, relax. Yeah. All of that shattered <laughs> after you that. Just
1: trust yourself, man. Yeah. And the people, why do people believe in authority or so much? They rely on it because they don't know anything about themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're always looking for a leader to guide them. Mm-hmm. You know, in their life. Forget the government or whatever. In their own reality, people are not sure about them. So they're looking for their parents to guide them. They're looking for their friends or their colleagues or a doctor recently or whatever. They don't know anything what's happening. We don't have the knowledge. So we just like given our thing away. But now is the time to actually understand how we function. And when you have that, you know the remote control of your life is in your hand. Nobody can flip those channels except you. So nobody can make you angry. Nobody can make you unhappy or make you peaceful or suddenly angry, it's in your hand. That's why I say everything is, it's, it's you, man. It's you, it's just you, you have free will and you can do whatever the hell do you want. But we are caught up in a lot of messes. Like I said, the law of subtraction before the law of attraction, you have to like, you have to eliminate dude. You have to like put antivirus, you have to run through your entire mind, body system. That's what I've done, you know? And I still find so many viruses that I still have to keep running that antivirus. Yeah. It's a never-ending journey, you know. You keep unraveling something, and then you keep adding a few more things. Exactly, so I think that's the
0: intense journey. Anti, like you said, antivirus. I think truth is the best vaccine for all of this.
1: Truth is the biggest antivirus vaccine, whatever it is, because truth has the power to change you. You know, it can. we been live. We've been living a lie based on our egos. You know, in any aspect, say look at your career, look at your relationship, look at your health. There is in every situation, I'm glad you brought this up at the end. If anywhere that you're stuck, you know, and pratham anywhere in your life, there is certain truth that you've not faced. Yeah. So you've not faced that. You don't know it, maybe. You know, or you're avoiding it. Because everything that anxiety is got to do with a certain truth that you still not faced you know and once you face that truth eventually when you find it you relax because you know this is what it is and the universe runs on mathematics it works on codes on patterns so everything has a cause and effect there's nothing random you know you might think your life is running on chance it's not running on chance it's a series of events that has added up that has got you here which you have been unaware of if you were aware of you would have taken conscious action but you've just been unaware of, you know, you know, the relationship that didn't work out or the money that you didn't get, the sales that went away, anything. You've been just unconscious about something that you messed up. You've not tracked it. So then it's coming back to that awareness, coming back to that awareness on a daily basis and facing those truths. But I face such truths about my life. I've been like, dude, like what have you been living, man? You've wasted all those years. What were you thinking? You know, it just shocks me every day that there's so much more to, you know, get in and put that in action and see your life change. And people are living in a very limited reality.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because lately I've been stuck in a thought pattern. Okay. Because of that kind of thinking and this thought pattern is also unhealthy. What I do and I'm addicted to this. I imagine myself. Going back yeah. to you know how I was, I, I uh, going back to age 21 or age 20. If I was 21 again, if I was 20 yeah. again, this is what I would have done. If I was yeah, 18 yeah. again, this is what I would have done. Yeah. It, that is another thing, okay? Because there there are so many things that I've learned in the past five years, in the past 10 years. Yeah. But I, I have yeah. to own up and say, hey, you know what? I don't have a time machine to go back. But what yeah. can I do yeah. now? So that the 35-year-old yeah. me does not regret what I'm doing right
1: so now. One thing that you can do is reverse your age metabolically mm. and yeah. go into a chronological age of 23, 24 again by eating the right stuff, thinking yeah. the right thoughts, meditating and all of that. So That's one way to kind of do it. I like I should at least let me metabolically go behind mm. if I cannot physically. But yeah, it's you can't look back like you said, you know, and with that energy we just have to kind of move forward and take more decisive actions it's it's the actions you know like how many actions are you taking quickly every day and that's what kind of decides your life eventually
0: hey thanks man this was a very thank you buddy a very educational session i learned a lot talking to you yeah (laughs) thanks for being on the (laughs) lab
1: Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me and you're doing a brilliant job. I've seen some of your podcasts. They've been really great and I think this is the future and thank you. Thank you so much and
0: we'll talk to you. Yeah.